Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to Lucy Kellaway's podcast from the Financial Times. What would it be like if women ruled the world? Over the past 10 days, the question has been put by newspapers and broadcasters to all sorts of people, and all sorts of answers have been provided. If women ruled, they variously declared, there'd be fewer meetings. Things would run more efficiently. There'd be no more wars. There'd be no more jokes either. It would be just as nasty as a male world. It would be a kinder place. Superior childcare would be free. Expense accounts would be slashed. The world would be safer and saner. It would be dull. There would be more teamwork. Botox, not baseball, would be discussed over lunch. The question was prompted by the extraordinary photo of the new cabinet in Spain, which showed the Prime Minister surrounded by nine women. They were not just any old women, but glamorous, pregnant, long-haired, elegant, proper women. More like the cast of Desperate Housewives than the ersatz men in ill-fitting garish jackets that were Blair's babes in 1997. Looking at the picture, I felt that being a senior politician might be rather nice. A thought that doesn't cross my mind on seeing Ruth Kelly or Jackie Smith, let alone desperate, dogged Hillary Clinton. So in a Spanish-style Brave New World, entirely run by pregnant women in floaty tops inspecting the troops in Afghanistan, just as Carme Chacon did a few days ago, what would it really be like? We all think we know the answer to this question. The conflicting replies above were all offered confidently. After all, women aren't exactly strangers to us. We know lots of them. In fact, half of us are them. But in truth, we don't have the foggiest idea what it would be like if women ran the show. So far, we have only isolated, untypical examples and no control experiments. No big companies are entirely run by women. Pearson, which owns the Financial Times, has a female chief executive in Marjorie Scardino. But she was slotted into a job created by a man, and most of the other senior people in the company are men. So her example tells us nothing. Some charities are entirely run by women, and I dare say some may be quite egalitarian, but then the sort of woman who goes into charities is not representative. The only other professions that are predominantly female, hairdressing and nursing, are almost as hierarchical as the army, but then they aren't really representative either. Various Scandinavian countries are dominated by women, but the general weirdness of Scandinavia outweighs the general weirdness of women. So that doesn't really count either. Individual examples seem to knock the idea of the caring, sharing team player on the head. Think Bodicea, Elizabeth I, Margaret Thatcher, Carly Fiorina. But they are four women, and four women out of a global sample of many billions are not statistically significant. An article in the spring issue of the London Business School's journal argues that there is little evidence to support our favourite female stereotypes. 
For a start, it says 91% of women don't particularly like pink, a fact that should be pointed out to Silvio Berlusconi, who complained that the Spanish cabinet was too pink. Even the stereotype that women managers tend to be interested in childcare and flexible working turns out to be incorrect. Fewer than half of women team leaders in the UK have children, whereas 96% of male team leaders do. Stereotypes concerning differences in ability also turn out to be unfounded. There are some differences in spatial awareness, but the article says these can be offset by sitting a woman down at a computer for a 10-hour stint playing computer games. The only difference that the author, Elizabeth Keelan, is prepared to countenance is the way women explain their success. If you talk to a man and a woman doing identical jobs, the woman is likely to talk about luck and coincidence the man will congratulate himself on his skill. Does this mean that a world run by women might be nicer? On the contrary, everyone will be endlessly having to shore up each other's flagging confidence and say that, no, your bum does not look big in that. There'll be much anti-boasting, with everyone competing to run herself down. One might quickly feel nostalgic for the vain strutting of the male leaders. If women were in charge they would probably snap out of the hopeless me act. But there's an even more tiresome act that I don't think women can snap out of, and that is complexity. Men are emotionally transparent and easy to please in fairly reliable ways. Women are not. Complicated, devious, and capable of being nasty and silent in deadly ways. My guess is that the main difference, if women were in charge, is that office politics would be more subtle and far more lethal. Apart from this, the only difference, I will admit, is that the small talk at business lunches might be more Botox than baseball. But even this might not be such a big deal. If women were in charge, there will be far fewer business lunches. There is one other thing worth pointing out about women ruling the world. It won't happen. At the risk of falling into the biggest stereotype of them all, men want power enough to hang on to it, and women don't want it enough to make them let go. Thank you for listening. To read Lucy Kellaway's columns online, please visit www.ft.com forward slash Kellaway. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellingcat.com.